A lot's changed in the last 15 years. Mobile phones didn't have the internet on, and in fact, a lot of people didn't even have mobile phones. Also missing a decade and a half ago was the lion mark on British eggs to indicate they adhere to a stringent code of practice. The scheme's constantly evolved since it came into force in 1998, and joining me now to discuss the latest changes to the code is the British Egg Industry Council's Chief Executive, Mark Williams. Mark, first and foremost, what's new in version 7 of the code, and what benefits will it bring food and drink manufacturers? In terms of the changes we've made to this version 7, some very important ones we believe. First and foremost, salmonella vaccination is very, very important. We've already had compulsory vaccination against salmonella enteritidis. We have now made compulsory vaccination against salmonella typhimurium for all non-caged hens. Very, very important and we believe now will further improve food safety. If food manufacturers spec British line quality eggs, they know they're getting the safest possible products. The second point which we've implemented within the new version 7 is really improving traceability still further. We were very, very proud of what we've got already, but we don't believe in standing still. Any intertrading that takes place now between registered packing centres within the scheme, further recording, we've improved the forms which are used and um, those are sent back to the BIC for collation. So Mark, what else has changed? Other points will include things like animal welfare. We mirror the Freedom Food, RSPCA Freedom Food standards for non-cage production. We want our hens to be able to get out onto the range earlier. Proud to do that. We also have introduced further flock inspections. So for example, if I was an egg producer, I have to inspect all my hens once a day. Now, within the line scheme, I have to carry out two further flock inspections. And of course, it's always very important to make sure that um, the hens which producers are looking after are well cared for. You mentioned these changes will improve food safety. How much by? As the line co continue improves, you are going to get less and less concerns. The proof in the pudding is by the levels of salmonellosis in humans. And here in the UK, they are down to negligible levels. And I'm not aware of any incidents related to eggs for many, many years. UK produced eggs, that is underlying. And why did you feel the changes needed to be made? Purely and simply in line with the fact that it is a lion code, we've consolidated some of the amendments which we've made since the previous version 6 was back in 2009. And like any food assurance scheme or business, you can't stand still, you have to keep moving forward. There have been a number of issues raised in other commodities over recent months and years. We're very proud that we feel we're ahead of the game on that. Food fraud is obviously a key issue for food and drink manufacturers at the moment, fueled by the recent horse meat crisis. Will these changes help to protect food and drink manufacturers from fraud? The new version 7 of the code will have 700 auditable points. Around 80 of those will be what we call critical non-conformances. If any part of the scheme or any scheme member doesn't comply with one of the critical non-conformances, it is instant suspension pending corrective action. That is the only way they will be readmitted to the scheme. If it's a simple non-conformance, then they will have the normal 28 days to close out that. But the measures we already have in place within version 6 of the Lion Scheme, which are now being further strengthened in this latest version 7, will prevent, or certainly will serve to minimise any potential for fraud. I know that budget cuts for the Food Standards Agency is leading to 
fewer inspections for them. You mentioned audits a minute ago. Is your inspections level going to remain the same even though the risk has slightly decreased? We've actually increased our number of audits. We changed our um, independent auditors in February 2012. We're very pleased with the new team that are in place. They certainly um, helped to drive the scheme forwards. We have a very important section within version 7 of the scheme which has been massively expanded upon really to make it instead of perhaps more legalistic text it's made it more sort of simple English if you like so everybody who is a scheme member whether it's right through from the breeding section right through from the people who are producing the eggs packing the eggs to producing the animal feed indeed know very clearly exactly how they will be audited and also what happens if they do not comply with the scheme standard. With self-policing, we do self-audits as well as independent, as well as unannounced audits as well. A lot of people said it's unlikely the next food fraud case will involve horse because everyone's looking for it at the minute. What's the likelihood of any dangers for food safety or food fraud stemming from eggs? Well, from lion eggs or egg products, minimal. Um, Certainly the measures we have in version 7, as I said earlier, will really prevent any possibility for fraud. Mark, thank you very much. As Mark Williams, Chief Executive of the British Egg Industry Council, with me, Lawrence Gibbons, for Food Manufacture.